Welcome to the Positively You podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Larson, and I'm passionate about helping you shift the way you think so you can create a life you're absolutely obsessed with. Each week, I'll be bringing you a guest or a thought that's going to help you feel more optimistic and equipped to take real action. Get ready to push past limiting beliefs, ditch that negativity, and start showing up as the best and most positive version of you. Girl, let's do this. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Positively You podcast. We are officially in the year 2023. Can you believe it? How is everybody feeling about (laughs) the year 2023? How are you feeling about a new year, about wrapping up 2022? I think it's a little bit all over the board for, it's a little bit all over the board for me, but in general, I think it's, everyone's kind of, I don't know, this new year feels like it's got a little bit of a different vibe than past New Year's. So I'm curious if you feel the same. Normally, for me at least, I totally feel this renewed energy. I'm super excited to like plan out quarter one and just get going on goals. I'm, I've am i loved in the past doing my vision boards and getting everything going at the, so that like in January 1st, I'm ready to go. And this year, I have really leaned into winter and into the rest of winter and like going full hibernation mode, full shutting things off. <laughs> If you can't tell, the podcast has been on hiatus. I jumped in like once in November, once in December, which is so not like me. The podcast has been one of the most consistent things in my life for the past two, coming up on three years this year. Wow, that's crazy. The podcast launched in 2020. Can you believe that? Um, and up until, you know, this last like fall and heading into winter, I'd been incredibly consistent with that and really just listened to my own body, my own signals and went really inward with winter. I kind of like fully embraced like the natural rhythm of like the earth and the cycles and all of those things and just kind of shut everything off. And I'll tell you, I really actually liked embracing winter and embracing like the coziness and the slowing down of it. I slowed down our holidays a ton too. Like I said no to a lot of parties and a lot of outings and a lot of get togethers. And I was really worried about having FOMO about missing out on some of those things. And I really didn't because my intention was there to, uh, to rest and to not be so busy, to not be so caught up in it. So I really did like that. And, you know, then as as the holidays were coming to an end and it was starting to shift into the new year, there was almost this like rush of like, oh, crap, you've got a week to get your life together. And at first I felt a little bit stressed about it, like, oh, shoot, I've really got to get going. I got to do, you know, I've got to put down my vision board and I've got to make my goals and I've got to get quarter one, like completely planned out and all of these things. And then I just kind of took a step back and I thought, it's still winter, like winter solstice was on December 21st, the darkest night day of the year, the longest time where the sun is away and it's just dark. And we're in this like depth of winter and it just, it didn't feel aligned to me this year to jump right into like new beginnings and a fresh start and all of that. And 
as I was thinking about that, it was kind of confirmed to me through different posts I was seeing pop up and other people feeling the same way and um, talking about, you know, like the natural cycle of our earth versus like the, the calendar that we follow. And that, you know, it used to be that we would follow the seasons more closely. We'd follow like the solstices and the equinoxes. And now we've got this calendar that throws the beginning of the year into the middle of winter when naturally, from what I'm finding with my own experience, is a period of rest. And so it feels really unnatural for me to want to jump into a new beginning. Whereas when spring equinox is in March, that's when it feels like, the earth is coming alive again and the flowers are coming out and the trees are budding. And that for me feels much more aligned of like a new beginning. So I've kind of leaned into that this year a little bit, but I also didn't want to just like let the first, because the truth of the matter is we do live in a world that is run by our calendar in a calendar year. So trying to figure out how to mesh the two of those together while still being like, okay, I want to like go more with the natural cycles of the world and of the earth and, and living like that and feeling like really in tune with my body and with the cycles and all of that. But also recognizing and acknowledging that I live in a world that is run by time and clocks and deadlines and calendars. And I have to be able to function in that world as well. So coming to a place where it's like, okay, how do we (laughs) morph the two things together? So that is to say I've not completely thrown New Year's out the window and goals out the window, but I'm doing it a little bit differently this year. So not that I'm saying that you need to do exactly what I'm doing. I'm just simply here sharing a different perspective and a new idea, not a new idea, just (laughs) what I'm kind of feeling and how I'm going into that. So I think that I can still have goals for the beginning of the year and they can still be centered around, you know, the rest and the going inward and the honoring of the winter season um, and still having goals to start out the new year with. So that's been kind of a fun little experiment that I've been doing. And one thing that I've noticed is the idea, and this is nothing new and I've shared this before, of starting small. You can go back to a number of episodes. I talk about this all the time. Episode number one talks about making your bed and having that be um, your goal for the year, which if you are looking for a goal to start and you're not sure what you want to do yet this year, if you're still kind of like, I don't know about resolutions or goals, I invite you to try making your bed every single day. There is so much power in that. It is such a simple thing, something you can accomplish. It seems too simple to make any real difference. But even just today, I had someone send me a reel or tag me in a post about um, some benefits of making your bed and just some correlations that they saw. And the article was saying that people who make their bed every day are 208 times more likely to be or become a millionaire. Isn't that crazy? So make your bed and you're well on on your way to that. And it goes into, you know, it's obviously not just making your bed, but the, um, the discipline behind that and the practice behind that and what that means as you as a whole as a person. So it's, it's a great practice. I've been doing it for a number of years now. I literally can't not make my bed. And even when I go places like a hotel or something like that, I, I still, I, usually don't make it all the way, but I'll, I'll kind of pull it back up and put it together because it's become such a habit. So looking for those small little practices that you can put into place and little needle movers rather than these big, huge goals and these big, huge 
you know, word of the year has been a big thing the last couple of years about coming for something that you want to encompass your entire year. And looking forward to a full year is a lot. And that feels like a heavy like weight and heavy pressure sometimes to figure out like, oh my gosh, what do I want the theme of my entire year to be? And I did an episode a little while back with Kara Harvey from A Purpose Driven Mom. And I'll pull the episode for you and put it in the show notes because I can't remember exactly what number it is. It's in the 70s, I believe. Um, And she talked about this, about the idea of segmenting that a little bit and coming up with a word of the quarter and breaking that down a little bit. So right now where I've been feeling more that this season is restful and not quite filling into the new beginning yet, I love that idea. Because I do love the idea of a word of the year. I think setting that intention and having a word that is kind of guiding you is a fantastic point to have and a a good anchor in your life. So if that feels overwhelming to be like a whole year, break it down. Like the next three months, what is a word that you want to lean into and feel for these next three months? That's so much smaller, so much more attainable for you. That feels so aligned for me this year to come with a word of my quarter. And then come March, I've got a new word for that quarter and being really, really purposeful about that because life shifts and changes and we've got a lot of things going on. My word for January and what I'm, my intentions are, are going to be vastly different, honestly, than what they are in July when my kids are home and when it's bright and sunny out and the daylight is until 10, right? My, my whole life is quite frankly different in those two months. So There's a couple of ideas for small things that you can do to start out this year feeling goal-oriented, but while still leaning into like not full-fledged like gung-ho, change everything, do all the things starting January 1st, which it's already the 4th, so you know how that is. Um, But, you know, then you've got the people on the flip side who are like, nope, not doing the New Year's thing, not doing the resolution thing, not setting the goals, not declaring anything because I've done it in the past and I failed. And I think we do that as a way to avoid failure, right? We were like, nope, just not going to do it because then I can't fail. And we don't want to avoid failure. We want to set ourselves up for success all year long. And I really do believe, I'll drive home this point again, that it's with the small things, with the needle movers. And I've got a fellow podcast that I would love to point you to who talks about needle movers all of the time. Her name is Leah Remelay. She is the host of the Balancing Busy podcast. She is an insane like business strategist. She is so good at systems and processes. I have learned so much from her. And when she, whenever I hear her plug needle movers and the small little things that make a difference, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. If you're preaching this, I know I'm on the right track with my starting small ideas. So if you needed someone else to drive this point home for you, I will link one of her episodes in the show notes below for you as well. And, you know, going back to no movement at all. If you're like, okay, I get you, but I really am like leaning way more into the rest. There is progress in no movement at all. And that seems so, like when you say it out loud like that, it sounds silly. And there's another podcast I'm going to plug for you, The Dance of Growth with Chelsea Christensen. And in her intro that is on every single episode, she has a little plug that says, you know, life is like a dance. Sometimes it's fast, sometimes it's slow. 
And sometimes there's no movement at all. And sometimes if you're watching a really powerful dance or or music or something, like sometimes in that silence or in that pause, there is so much beauty, right? And even thinking about winter, I think about all of my plants right now that are dead, quote unquote, but they're not. They're under the ground and they are prepping and getting ready for that spring. But no one is seeing it. I And it's slow and it's quiet. So if you're in a place where you're feeling like, I'm not ready to get up and go and get this year going yet, you're just in that beautiful place of no movement at all. Where there actually is, it's just so slow and so quiet and so intentional. So I know sometimes if you're in that place of rest, it can feel like, oh my gosh, who am I? I need to get going. Everyone else has got this under control and like the new year is feeling so great and everyone's kicking it off to such a good start. Honor where you are at and where you are feeling because you are right where you are supposed to be. And when that inspiration strikes and you feel that, then take that as your as your movement forward. I don't know if I'm going to wait until spring equinox <laughs> to have my, you know, springtime. I might feel that push a little bit sooner. So, <laughs> playing into that and feeling like really honoring you and your intuition and your feelings and your emotions and where you feel like your capacity is at. The holidays are a lot and the kids were <laughs> home. They just went back and I'm feeling like, "Oh my gosh, I can I can breathe a little bit more right now. I mean, I loved having them home. But, you know, in that limbo, I've heard it referred to as like the Bermuda Triangle of the holidays. And so if you need a little bit of more breathing time before you get going, I think that's fantastic. And if you're like, okay, but I still want to feel like I'm doing something, then girl, make your bed, right? Make your bed. Floss your teeth. Like come up with something like really, really small. Drink your water. Something that is just a small, small needle mover that is going to make the difference as it adds up into other things. I also want to plug, I'm going to plug so many different podcasts because there are so many amazing ones out there, but a woman of wellness podcast that just came out this week is an episode on grace and giving yourself grace. So besides this one you're listening to right here, there are three others that I'm recommending for you to start out this year that I think are fantastic, that will help you to feel Oh, empowered with wherever it is that you're at, able to make those needle movers and able to give yourself the grace where you need it. So as we head into this year, 2023, I'm so excited. I know that the last couple of years have felt like a lot. They've been heavy and they've been, you know, demolishing years for some of us. They've been completely burn it all to the ground type of years. Some of it has been foundational building. Some of it has been deconstruction. Some of it has been a lot of growth really, really quickly from pivots that you we've had to make. Like 2020, 2021, 2022, it's been so much. And I think that first of all, before we even move into 2023 and wanting to make goals, that we need to stop and pause for a second and reflect. And reflect on, number one, you are here. Breathing, standing, showing up every single day. Like that in and of itself is a huge accomplishment. So round of applause, number one. And look at the things that you did. And I want you to look at the things that you did and not what you and not um, measuring it against like what you wanted to do and what you actually accomplished and seeing where that gap is. 
but actually the things that you did. You have made so much forward progress this year, even if it doesn't feel like it. I had my coach um, for fitness who I've been working with for almost four years. It's been over four years. I don't know. I've been along with her forever, Natalie. And she pointed that out. She said, I know you feel like this has been a learning year for you, but I need you to recognize the growth because you've had insane growth. And it took someone else pointing that out for me because I kept saying that 2022 was a foundation year for me. It was laying a lot of groundwork. It was a lot of learning. It was a lot of putting myself out of my comfort zone and learning and being a beginner and all of these different things. And I felt like it was just kind of that year. And it took someone else pointing out that growth for me to be like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, it was more than just basic foundation and and laying groundwork for the future. Like there actually was growth there. So I'm really thankful for her <laughs> for pointing that out to me today in, in my check-in that I had with her before I move on to my goals. And so I wanted to extend that same thing to you. You've grown this year so much and give yourself credit for that, whether that's just like a quick thought in your head or if you want to get out and journal it. Um, however you want to acknowledge that, but acknowledge it before you move forward and before you make these goals for 2023. Because what good is it to want to start out the year and to make all of these goals and these progressions if you're not going to look back and honor the growth and honor the journey and the process and the things that you've been through this year, right? The reflection is just as, if not more, important at the beginning of this year reflecting on last year and even years past than the intention setting and the goal setting and the planning for this next year I fully believe that that the reflection is so important so as we head into 2023 I'm so excited for this year so excited to do it with you to show up consistently again here on the podcast there are so many good amazing things coming thank you so much for being here for being a part of the positively you community you are amazing i love you so much also say that to your people that you love tell them you love them that's a good little needle mover just say that to one person a day that you love them someone in your life all right so i'll leave you with that and we will be back next week Thank you for hanging out with me again today. I'm so glad you pressed play. If you want to take a quick second to share this episode with someone you think would love it too, that would be amazing. If you're loving the show, make sure you go and leave a review on iTunes. Reviews are like magic for podcasts and your review will help get this show into the ears of more amazing women just like you. And come find me over on Instagram. I'm there at positively.jesse, and I cannot wait to hang out with you some more. So until next time, have an amazing week.